Well, we have come together today to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. So let's begin with the Easter story as it's recorded in Matthew chapter 28, beginning with the first verse. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. So the scripture records how two women named Mary, both of them were named Mary, were the first to go to the tomb and see the empty tomb and see nothing, which is exactly what the angel invited them to come and see. The angel rolled back the stone so that they could come to the tomb and see nothing. The angel urged them to come and see nothing, because when it comes to Easter, nothing changes everything. Today, we celebrate the truth that Jesus is alive and his tomb is empty, empty, empty. So, follow the angel's lead and look for yourself. Look into the empty tomb. Come and see all the nothing. The nothing that changes everything. For instance, come and see that there is nothing to worry about. I love this Easter account and the way the angel rolls back this huge stone that sealed Jesus in the tomb and then the angel sits on it. Uh, this is so descriptive and I, I think we're supposed to use our imagination a little. I think we're supposed to picture this angel rolling back this huge stone and then sitting on top dusting his hands off and then leaning back as if there's not a care in the world. And uh, I think the angel is casually sitting on this stone, just whistling and uh, winking a message to the worried women below him. The angel is communicating that there is now no reason for the followers of Jesus to be anxious Fearful or hopeless, like the angel, all Christ's followers can just sit back with, uh, out of care in the world when they look in the tomb and see the nothing that changes 
everything. The Marys had many worries uh, leading up to Easter. The uh, scripture tells us that both these Marys were at the cross. And so they saw the depth of the hatred that people had for Jesus. They had worries about their own health and safety and everything in their future. And maybe you're here today and you have worries. Maybe you are worried about your health. Maybe you're worried about your family. Maybe you're worried about your finances. Maybe you're worried about your future. What do you do with these worries? Well, ruminating over your worries will only make them worse. And another way to make your worries worse is to bring your worries to the wrong person. Uh, Bring your worries to a negative person and your worries can become worse instead of better. But bring your worries to the right person and your worries will disappear. A couple of weeks ago, I was on uh, Route 84 and uh, traffic was stopped. Uh, It was that Monday morning recently when we got that freak snowstorm uh, that nobody warned us about. And you're saying, I know, yeah, yeah. Which freak snowstorm are you talking about? Uh, Well, this is the freak snowstorm that was about, you know, five, we had about five cents then. Uh, I was on my way to Boston uh, for a meeting, and 84 was just a slushy uh, parking lot. Uh, so I inched my way uh, to the next exit where there was a hotel uh, with a restaurant where I could work uh, while I was waiting for traffic to clear. I, uh, I sat down in the restaurant and was served by a, a middle-aged man named Patrick. And since uh, I was the only one in the place, uh, Patrick and I had a chance to talk. And soon we were Uh, going way beyond just talking about the weather, and we were talking about his life. And I found out that, like most honest people, Patrick was talking about a lot of his worries. And so as he brought me uh, my breakfast and coffee, uh, I told Patrick how I deal with my worries. Uh, I told him that I bring them to God in prayer. And uh, then I said, uh, you know, the secret to handling worries is knowing who to give your worries to. Uh, Patrick, would you mind if I would pray for you and give your worries to God? And Patrick said he would like that. So I prayed for him. And after the prayer, Patrick said that, well, in a real serious tone, he said that he felt better than ever. And I think that He was telling the truth because uh, as I was preparing to leave, uh, he told me to wait. And he went back into the kitchen. And when he came back, Patrick gave me a great big hug and a bag of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Uh, So I'm really sure that God did something in uh, Patrick's life. Uh, It is a sure sign that God is doing something in a grown man when he says goodbye with a hug and a bag of cookies. So... uh, I won't deny it. I worry sometimes. Uh, Anxious thoughts naturally pop up in my mind because that's just the way I am as as a person. But Jesus is alive. So I have someone that I can bring my worries to. And that changes everything. Come and see the empty tomb. And hear your friend Jesus calling you to be a worry-free person who actually is used by him to set other worried people free.
Because there are worried Patricks all around you. And you can be the person that Jesus uses to introduce Him to other people and uses you to kind of set people free. When you come and see what Peter saw. The disciple Peter saw the empty tomb. And later, Peter wrote a letter to believers about how, the, how he, in the empty tomb he saw nothing. Absolutely nothing to worry about. Peter writes in uh, his first letter, chapter 5, verse 7, Cast all your cares on Jesus because he cares for you. The risen Jesus says to you, give me the things that trouble you. Give me the things that you're nervous about. And when you place your worries in my victorious hands, you will see in my hands the scars that tell you how much I love you. So don't worry. Your life is in my good hands. Listen to the angel just lounging on top of that stone. Roll back to reveal that Jesus is alive. The angel says, come and see this Easter morning. Look into Jesus' tomb and see nothing. Absolutely nothing to worry about. Next, come and see that nothing is impossible. After Jesus was crucified, the Marys and the other disciples were a powerless group in an impossible situation. They had abandoned their dreams of being part of something world-shaping, and now it was just all about survival, just squeaking by day by day. But when the Marys looked into the empty tomb, they saw nothing, and that nothing was impossible. They knew that Jesus wasn't a victim, but a victor. That they knew Jesus didn't die by chance, but by his choice. They knew that if Jesus had power over death itself, then all things were possible. When the Marys and the disciples came to the empty tomb, they immediately realized that all things are possible and that their lives would never be stuck in survival mode ever again. How about you? Are you stuck in survival mode? A a brownie is a, a junior Girl Scout, and not too long ago, a brownie wrote this inspirational letter to headquarters. I am a second-year brownie, and I have a first-aid badge that has really come in handy. One day, I was riding my bike, and my friend fell off her bike, skinned her knee, and there was blood all over the place. But I knew just what to do. I sat down, put my head between my knees to keep from fainting. That's survival mode. And this brownie gives a great description of what life would be like if Jesus was still in the tomb. If Jesus is still buried, the best I can do is just bury my head and try to survive this messy, bloody world. If Jesus is in the tomb, I can forget about the kind of first aid that brings healing to other people. If Jesus is dead, then I should just put my head down and try to survive. But praise God, when I look into the empty tomb, I see 
nothing, that there is absolutely nothing that is impossible with God. And when I understand this anything is possible power that's available to me personally, it takes me out of survival mode and puts me on a path so I can be a healing, helping difference in this bloody, messy world. About 50 days after he rose from the dead, Jesus gathered his disciples, his people around him, and he said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, You will receive power when my Holy Spirit comes on you. And if you listen, Jesus is saying to you, I'm alive and there is power for your life today. The power to cure your wounds on the inside. The power to overcome evil on the outside. The power to release you from pain in the past. The power to revive you with confidence for the future. The power to make a world of change inside you. And the power to make you a power that changes the world. So come and see this Easter morning, look into Jesus' tomb and see nothing. That there is nothing that is impossible with God in your life. Finally, come and see that nothing separates you from God. After Jesus was crucified, the Bible implies that the Marys and the other disciples suffered agonizing separation from Jesus. Not only was Jesus ripped away from them by death, but even more painfully, they were separated by Jesus through their own guilt and shame and failure. This was especially true for disciples like Peter and James and John. They were ashamed of the way that they had deserted and denied Jesus, and they felt guilty and alone and separated from God. But then these disciples saw the empty tomb. They saw nothing, and it changed everything. They understood that they would never be separated from Jesus again. They understood that Jesus loved them and forgave them because they had this word that Jesus spoke to them through the Marys. Jesus said, Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Brothers! Jesus had never called them brothers before. Jesus had called them students and servants and even friends, but he'd never called them family. In that word brothers, the disciples knew that Jesus forgave them and that they would never be separated from him or the Father's love. And today, Jesus invites you to come and see to come and look in his eyes, those eyes of Jesus in his resurrection, and see that he has the same love for you despite all your downfalls and failures. Come and see how Jesus loves you and wants to walk every day with you in resurrection joy. Come and see. This Easter morning, look in the empty tomb and see all the nothing. See that there is nothing to worry about. Nothing is impossible. And that nothing, nothing, nothing can separate you from the forgiving love of God in your risen Savior. And if you look in the tomb and really see all this nothing, then nothing, 
for you will ever be the same.